Hello and welcome to a special On the Road edition of Today in Space. I'm your host, Alex Rafanos, and as always, we're here to talk about a little bit of space and a little bit of science. Since I'm on the road and since there really wasn't a lot of time to pack and, and get ready, uh, I just wanted to do a, a segment of thoughts from, from an engineer, basically. Just throw my thoughts on what's going on in the world right now. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit of SpaceX. We'll talk about uh, coronavirus and traveling and just kind of my thoughts. So let's dig in. So I am here in San Diego, California, San Diego. It is a beautiful place. It's actually raining, which is a good thing for California. Uh, so it was nice. Got to walk around, got to enjoy uh, the area, pick, and actually did a little bit of a trip downtown. Uh, the flight out here was interesting. Uh, it was definitely not as insane as you'd expect. I flew out of Boston. Uh, it was the same day that the governor uh, did a state of emergency. So obviously people are freaking out a little bit. Um, but the airport was actually okay. It wasn't packed, so that was actually kind of nice. Uh, the flight out was actually mostly empty, so we got to kind of pick our seats, and uh, for the most part, well, you know, we were sitting across from each other on the aisles. I'm out here with Sarah, and uh, we actually got to just kind of sit where we wanted. That was awesome. That's like the old days uh, before before commercial air flight got really busy and. Uh, and they started packing flights, you know, back in the day, I mean, you used to be able to just sit kind of, you know, flights were not always packed. So that was a nice change. But um, yeah, not touching your face and and stuff like that to prevent, obviously, the spread of infection is uh, is not the easiest thing to do, especially when you're thinking about not doing it. It's like that. It's like that thing where they say, you know, don't think about a pink elephant, but then you end up thinking about a pink elephant because I told you not to. Uh, it's kind of the same thing. It's uh, I, I don't think that, especially in the U.S., but in general, people have had good hygiene for a while now, uh, and I'm also guilty of it. You know, we don't all have good habits of this, and so to expect everyone immediately to just do it, uh, it's not going to happen, and it's going to get worse before it gets better. <laughs> but, yeah, coast to coast, west coast, east coast, there is a shortage for sure of cleaning supplies and disinfectants. I was in this CVS, I just walked, I just got back from there in San Diego, and someone in the line in front of me uh, was actually calling a friend to make a deal to buy one of her cleansing face masks, because uh, that's definitely something that's different from the, <laughs> from the East Coast. Face masks are not really part of my daily uh, procedure, and they're gone, and she's actually calling like, hey, I'll, I'll pay for your medicine, I'll pick that up. So <laughs> there are already deals happening because of this, um, and it's... It's interesting. <laughs> it's really interesting. I was in I was in a Wegmans in the East Coast, and just to walk down the cleaning aisle and see barren, like nothing, nothing on the shelves. Signs saying you're only allowed to buy two packs of disinfectant wipes per customer. I've just I've never seen that in my life. So, you know, whether or not it's uh, as big as everyone is trying to make it, it's definitely affecting everything and. I think the biggest effect here is going to be economy and seeing what happens when during this period. Because in the U.S., we just started. We're seeing, you know, Italy as a country is basically shut down. Um, you know, my heart goes out to everyone out there. Obviously, we saw what happened in China. So this is only beginning here in the U.S. But um, basically, what I'm doing is I'm just asking people that actually know what they're talking about. I, I have a friend who's a doctor. Uh, I have some other friends. So if you do know somebody who actually knows what they're talking about, and they're not just a, uh, uh, what am I thinking, like a couch, uh, 
you know, a couch quarterback of uh, being a doctor. They don't have a degree or they're not a uh, scientist, bio- biologist, uh, infectious disease expert. Don't, don't take 100% stock in what they're thinking or what they're saying. And same for what I'm saying. This is just kind of observations of me traveling here. Let's talk a little bit about SpaceX and what's going on there, because there's a lot in the last week uh, since our last episode. So we'll go into that, and then I'll just give you my closing thoughts on where we're at uh, and how a scientific mindset can help in times like this. So first, uh, SpaceX is making moves. Uh, they were able to get their $500 million in funding uh, for their their next steps for you know, uh, Starship and and all the other projects that they're working on, Starlink. Uh, so that's that's great. That's more money than Elon Musk was expecting and looking for. So that just shows confidence in their approach and what they're doing. So it's good good for SpaceX. I'm I'm glad to see that. Obviously, funding is still a major part of this. Um, SpaceX being uh, slightly. Uh, more of a unicorn because they're able to do things like Starlink and their own commercial launches to, to make money to do things like SpaceX and stuff like that, uh, like Starship, and develop new technologies. So that's great. Congratulations to SpaceX for, for acquiring that funding. Uh, next, SpaceX is still on track to send the first human mission on board the Crew Dragon Demo 2 flight in May, which is insane. I mean, we can still expect delays that could happen, but everything is looking good, according to Gwen Shotwell. And, I mean, wow, we as, as early as May, we may be able to get Demo 2, which is, which is amazing. The first human flight for SpaceX and the first launch of astronauts from American soil for the first time since 2011, the space shuttle. So that's, that's pretty amazing. Uh, next, if you are in Houston, or if you do plan on going to the Space Center in Houston, they just installed the Falcon 9 B-1035 first stage rocket at Space Center Houston. Uh, so if if you do go there, I'm going to have to make another trip out to Houston Space Center to go see this. But it's amazing. You can see uh, they have the grid, flins, grid fins deployed. They have all the, the scarring on the outside of the rocket from all the landing attempts. And God, I, it's, it's, it's so cool. It, it's, it's cool to see SpaceX start laying down these historic uh, moments and, and, you know, having their rocket at Space Center Houston is such a huge moment for them as a company and the space industry to, to allow a company as young as that, who's done so much in so little time. It's just, it's nice to see this reciprocation of, you know, Hey, we're all in this together. It's not just all of us against each other, you know? So that's awesome. So if you do go to Space Center Houston, go check that out. Um, Starship. Starship, uh, the SN2. So the again, uh, we talked about it a few episodes ago, but uh, Starship SN1 uh, exploded on the launch pad when they were doing a pressurization test. Apparently, uh, the weld uh, that's holding together the stainless steel sheets that are built up the rocket, uh, one of those welds was imperfect. It blew. SN2, which is the next one, which again, was that two episodes ago that we talked about that? Two weeks ago? And they were already at SN2. So it passed the cryo pressure and engine thrust load tests on Sunday, March 8th. So they're steaming forward. It's that fail fast, learn faster. Uh, you know, that's that's their whole mentality. And I, I fucking love it. It's awesome. Um, and that's that's all we've got for, for some space updates. Um, if you want to check out, we have the link in this week's episode for 
a really cool collab. All right, so it's with uh, Lindsey Sterling, who's a violinist, and they did this collaboration, it's like a music video, of her song Artemis from her new album, and it's about the Artemis mission, so they're, they're I just love, I, it's a, I wanted to give congratulations to NASA for, for stepping out of the box and doing a collaboration with an artist that just helps promote. I mean, it was a great video. I definitely recommend it. Uh, it shows Lindsey Sterling uh, playing the violin and in front of the, the vehicle assembly base. And they're showing clips of the Artemis mission and explaining part of the science. But it's, they found a really nice balance of art and science, and it was beautiful. Check it out. I, I love that video. It's now available on our official Spotify playlist, The Space Mix, which if you guys haven't seen it already, go to Spotify, search Space Mix. That is our official Today in Space playlist. So if, if there's anything space-related, science-related uh, music out there, that's that's what we're adding here. We've we've had a lot of new additions, so you can check on our Instagram page at Today in Space Pod. We're posting um, pretty much every week. We're posting different songs that are being added. We're taking your suggestions. So if you do have any suggestions, hit us up at Today in Space Pod on Instagram or Twitter for those. Uh, also email us Today in Space Podcast at gmail dot com if you want to add any songs. You know, it's everything from sci fi themes, uh, not full albums, but you know specific songs uh, that are theme songs. There's also just any song that has anything to do with space or science, it's it's up for grabs, guys. So send us your request. Check out the, the playlist first and kind of see what what's there, give you some ideas, and please send them forward. Uh, the playlist is growing. It went from about three hours. It's now up to four and a half hours long. So there's a lot of music. Put it on shuffle and enjoy. Get your Space Jam on. And oh, Space Jam is on there. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I play that every time we get ready for the podcast. It gets me pumped up. So check that out. Uh, we're just trying to do new stuff uh, to, to, to bring some value to you guys. And that's that's it. Let's close out with my thoughts on the scientific mindset. So there's a lot of hysteria going on right now, and I don't think all of it is overrated. I think that there's definitely, I mean, it's the the basics of just germs spreading. And like I said, uh, especially Americans, but in general, we haven't had great, um, <laughs> great hygiene. You know, I've been seeing people uh, sneeze just straight out without covering their nose in public places. Um, God, I've seen so many people just like wipe their face and like just move on with their day with their hand. And it's like, oh, that's, that's gross. So a lot of this is more just human behavior that's that's most of this, and I think a lot of the the predictions of hey, this uh, incubation period of how long this could actually be around is is from what I from what I've heard from people I've talked to is accurate. You know, it's going to be a few months here where before it's not a problem anymore, and it's only begun. So, um, man, but having a scientific mindset is going to help a lot with the the freaking out because I see so many people. There's 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 a lot of people freaking out thinking it's the end of the world. There's also a lot of people that are just dismissing this as complete hysteria. It's total over, totally over, overblown and not a problem at all. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle there. I'm, I don't think it's as awful as everyone's making it, but I also think that it's only begun. And from what I know, and it's not a lot, but from what I know <laughs> about how diseases spread, um, we're only in the beginning here. So, for instance, it... 
I'm over here in San Diego. Am, am I am I pumped that I'm I'm going into the into the Corona uh, as <laughs> uh, as it would be? No, I'm not super excited about that. But I'm that's uh, I need to make this trip, and that's that's what it is. So hey, if things get worse, and again, this is worst case. Thinking about it scientifically, right? And just just thinking about it as hey, don't sweat it. It's not the end of the world. If flights get canceled, and for whatever reason, I cannot fly back to Massachusetts, I will rent a car, and I will drive it across the country, and we'll have great content. So <laughs> so either way, there's still things to do. Uh, the best I can do is, like, like they're recommending, wash my hands, try not to touch my face, even though I'm pretty sure I've done it a few times on this podcast. <laughs> That's all we can do, guys. Just take care of yourself, be good to yourself, and... Like I said, check out the space mix. You're probably going to be home. I know I'm probably going to be working from home for a little while here uh, once I get back. So be good to yourself. Check out our space mix. Listen to some space jams. Get get the space space mix in your life. Uh, get some space music. Uh, that's at Spotify. And yeah, that's it, folks. Be good to yourself. Stay safe. And that's it. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening and watching. We will see you next week for another episode of Today in Space. See you later.